Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. Introducing Norm Self-Checkout for All. Do you often find yourself in a tizzy with a credit card reader? Or perhaps tiptoeing around tipping etiquette? Maybe even paying scandalously steep card not present fees? Norm is here to solve it all. Think of Norm as payment simplified. No card reader for you. No wallet for your client. Instead, patrons pay and tip you straight from their phones. Checkout details are carried through the ether by either a text message or QR code. Your client receives a notification and pays with their previously saved card details. All they have to do is add a grand, luxurious gratuity. And all available with one low rate as a part of Schedulicity Pay. Try Norm Self Checkout for All. Safe, secure, and shockingly simple. Find out how using Norm can increase tips, speed up payment, and free you from unreliable card readers all at one low rate. Visit paywithnorm.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, and this amazing podcast is brought to you by Schedulicity. conversations about what it takes to make your dreams a reality, start unlocking your potential and live your best life, helping ambitious hairstylists, salon owners, and educators spread their light and love. It's time to step into your power. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Hair Love Radio. This is your guest host, Shelby Bancourt, and we are live here at Hair Love Retreat in Zion. We are currently retreating with the most amazing stylists learning all things education and wellness. Today, we have a stacked podcast. It's so freaking cool. We have the CEO of Schedulicity, Jerry Natuno, and the industry boys, Corey and Tony. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks for having us, Shel. Wow. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. So, um, Jerry, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the industry. Well, um, you know, I, I never... Uh, I never imagined that I would be this much in the industry or earlier in my career, um, and um, so it's been a, it's been a quite a interesting ride. But basically, um, it was really through my uh, my growth of Schedulicity that that I realized what a what an incredible community this was, and the deeper I got in trying to figure out how we could position Schedulicity as a as a kind of a a tool to to help um, all the people in the business be more successful. Um, the more I learned, and the more I just kind of fell in love with everybody in this community. I've always felt that you know it's a really special, special industry because um, you know it, it's very unique for many, many reasons. But one that has always been, um, I think, the most um, awesome to me is just that you know in this community. As a small business, you have an opportunity to make, you know, really genuine and powerful relationships with all of your with your clients, relationships that most businesses could couldn't dream of having. Um, and so, you know, I, it's a really powerful bond that people build with their, with their customers and are their clients. And and that's something that I always admired about this um, about this community. So welcome yeah. to the good life. <laughs> I feel like hairdressing is so special and I'm like I'm really happy that you're in our industry and you get to see that part of our industry. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been it's been really amazing like I said, you know, it all started from just my uh trying to solve a problem that I felt a lot of people had and then like I said the more the more closer I got and the more people that I met in this business the more I realized what a incredibly special 
you know, and powerful role there, there is. And so that's kind of where the tipping point was for us. And then. So basically you know, the where's your favorite? A thousand percent. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Corey and Tony, tell us about yourselves. Who wants to go first? Uh, person who normally goes first. Okay. All right. Let's keep tradition alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're trying to keep it short, right? I so mean, I mean, I mean, here, here's the short, long story: is that Tony and I, we've been friends since high school. We met in 1985. Don't do the math, but um, we met in 1985, and we've been friends ever since. We actually went to hair school together, and we worked at a couple salons together as well. Um, and then we just. You know, came up in the industry, and we, we worked together a lot, a lot of years. We separated for a couple of years. We came back together in a, in, in a studio suite, which is, like, why, like, Schedulicity is so valuable to uh, to suite owners. Um, 2017, man, it all it all changed. I, I was a very early adopter to podcasts. I was listening to Joe Rogan and, and, and grew up kind of on Stern, too. Not that, that was a podcast, but just kind of, like, I was really a big fan of, like, the audio format. And around um, 2008, 2009, I was like, I want to start a podcast, probably ego based, you know, but, you know, I want to start a podcast and I knew that I wanted to do it within the industry, but I couldn't figure out what the conversation would be. Right. Because up to that point, you know, it was before Instagram is before all that. So up to that point, the way that we taught hairdressing was by angles and shapes and stuff like that. And and you can't, how do you like, how do you paint that picture audibly? It's really, really hard. You know, I mean, we have a hard time when we actually see it to copy it, much less to be able to like explain it. And after about three podcasts, you know, it's like, how do you grow it? Right. So in 2017, um, a little-known story is that uh, Philip Wolf was an assistant um, in our salon when we first got started. And in 2017, he texts me, and he's coming back to D.C. I hadn't seen him since he left for L.A. in 2004. And he uh, he said, hey, come hang out with me. And while I was hanging out there, I, was, I ended up being Phil's, like, professional photographer for the day because everybody's coming up, handing me their, will you take a picture of me with Phil? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then on the car ride home, man, it hit me. I'm like... That's it. That's what we're going to talk about. And, you know, we wanted to create a space where we could be a conduit between, like, hairdressers that work behind the chair, because that's what Tony and I still do. Still to this day, we work behind the chair four days a week. So I go to Tony, and I pitch him this idea, and I, I thought I had it all thought out, and I thought it was going to be perfect. And I go, man, Tony, I want to start a podcast. Thank God he didn't say, what's a podcast? But, you know, I, I was like, dude, I want to start a podcast, and uh, I want to be like the, you know, you, you know how you, like, paint the big picture, you know? And I yeah. go, I want to be like the Jimmy Fallon of the industry. I want to introduce, like, you know, um, like, at that point, like, um, influencers to, to, to everyday hairdressers. And rightfully so, mm-hmm. Tony said, that's not the angle. You know, mm-hmm. we've got to bring soul. We've got to bring heart to the industry, you know, because and as we see here, like this is this is what the industry needs more than anything, you know. So so before the podcast started, they changed. And before the podcast started, we had now we had it wasn't just about conversation, but it was about doing it for the industry, you know. So it was my idea, but Tony owns all the foundation to it because he was absolutely right. It's about we have to bring the heart back to the industry. And we, uh, yeah, for me, it was like, I mean, Corey knows my family. My family is is like a community. We are, I mean, like friends, cousins. I mean, every, we're all so close, and, and all of us, uh, I mean, it's just like an open door, in and out, people all the time, in and out. And it just it's been like that. And it just kind of came from that perspective, even when uh, we worked for that company that, that Phil uh, was at the for at assistant for, um, you know, I helped design the cutting program for that. It's just something in me. It was just always about just giving back or, or making everything inclusive. And, you know, it's not just trying to have a podcast and, and just be famous or, or to say, hey, look at me. It, you know, it's always been in our in our DNA to you know, community and trying to bring things together or just, you know, kind of just give and not necessarily always receive. Yeah. And I feel like that's the hairdresser in you. Like the hairdresser in you is like, I want to like give this. It it can't just be about like the, the money. It's not about the money being a hairdresser. It's about the transformations, the relationships, the giving, all that we give behind the chair. So I think that this is beautiful, um, and I, I love that the podcast changed before it even started. Before it started? So, so am I, because I don't think we'd have got very far with my idea. You know, we, yeah. we had to bring the brains in. <laughs> and that's probably why it works out so well. It's yeah. like you came up with the like the vision, and then he was like, he was the, you know, the, okay, yeah, that's a great vision, but let how about this? I think that's... FYI, that's very much our relationship. Yeah. You know, like, like, like I can kind of like see to the horizon and then he knows what boat we need to get there. 
so good. So good. I think that we all need that in our lives. And, you know, um, so tell us, what are you guys doing here at Hair Love? Back on me? Um, Listen, it's it's the it's the most magical place in hairdressing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it, 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 it's we talked about heart and, and, and that's that's where this event lives. You know, and they're bringing in amazing artists and, and it's it was weird. I was just talking to Elizabeth um, right before we came on. But it's so it was so great to see. I guess we got here Saturday night. It was so great to see you're here Saturday night and everybody's insecurity is above their head. You know, and like that's kind of what, how they're living, like how they're going to communicate. And then, oh, every day it gets lower and lower and lower. And then and now I guess the best analogy is like summer camp. You know, it's like a five day, really super intense summer camp. And I think everybody leaves summer camp with lifelong friends and lifelong loves. Not only that, I mean, it like kind of what I was talking about earlier. It's a it, it, it's a week of pouring out into people. You know what I mean? And. Even the people that come here that needs to be poured into, they're pouring out into people. And it's just such a an amazing, magical thing to see so many people elevating each other. You know, we, we were at another show right before this and a different kind of energy, a little bit more chaos. And uh, it's just it's all just consumption, just yeah. consume, consume. And here everybody's pouring out. And it's just and, and for us, that, that's kind of a little bit more relatable. That's who we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just it's been amazing. That's a great analogy, by the yeah. way, the consumption. You know, where do you consume and where do you give back? You guys yeah. also hosted a business table. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, that that was, cool. was, like, really freaking cool. So it's not only consumption, it's, <laughs> like, talking. You, you like, you opened up the doors for other hairstylists to be like, let me pick your brain. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in what you're doing. Can we have, like, a, a talk about this and all of us brainstorm? So it's it's so much more than just, like, being here retreating. You, like— we had the the setup where we could actually talk business with you and working, even though it wasn't hard. It wasn't, you know, it was it was fun. Yeah, I think that the we table were, was really cool. Yeah, we were laughing because we're like, okay, because everybody, you know, it's, it's such educational base, and we're like, you know, we just hope some people show up at the table. But we were surprised that every time the table was packed. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so, and how many other podcasts, and how many other people that maybe thinking about a podcast or just curious about a podcast? Yeah, yeah. And, that's uh, pretty cool. And community, and yeah. you know, just the the whole community aspect of it was pretty amazing. I'm not gonna lie though, Tony had a deck of cards in his back pocket, so if nobody showed up, we were just gonna like play uh, play a couple <laughs> hands of cards. <laughs> like, Grab damn, where's boards. Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, what are you doing here, at Hair Love? Uh, well, you know, it's interesting for me because um, obviously um, I'm not um, a hairdresser, nor have I ever been. Although, as I said, I know more about that than I ever saw coming in my life. I told, I always tell the story when I speak around the country that I was at dinner with my daughters and this girl came in. She had really pretty hair and both my daughters were, you know, were, were, were looking at her. And, and making a comment about her hair. And I said, oh, well, that's a balayage or something. And my daughters both looked at me like I was from Mars. And they were like, Dad, who are you? You know how to pronounce that? Yeah. And, and uh, so that was fun, one of my funny stories. But I think, um, you know, because I'm not, um, I certainly have a different perspective on, on all of it. And, um, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, and so, you know, my idea again was to, was to build, build a business, obviously a successful business. Um, and so another thing that I'm drawn to about this, this community in general is that we're all entrepreneurs. So I'm the CEO and founder of a a company called Schedulicity. And, and we've achieved a certain amount of success, but um, it was not easy. And there were plenty of times along the way where, you know, I was laying in the fetal position, sucking my thumb, trying to figure out how I was going to, you know, pay people on Friday when I had zero money in our in the bank account. And, and you know, and, you know, anybody that starts out in this business or opens a salon or a suite is basically an entrepreneur just the same as I am. And it's it's really hard. It takes a special person to build um, any kind of a, a, of your own business. It's the hardest yeah. thing in the world to do, in, in, in my opinion. And so 
it doesn't even matter the scale. And so that's another thing that I've always been drawn to about people in this community is that it's hard uh, to be an entrepreneur and to start a, a business. And anybody can start one. Yeah. But to create one that's successful is a whole different thing altogether. And as I started to grow Schedulicity and we started to look at creative ways to, you know, and increase the awareness about what we were doing, you know, we had a lot of different opportunities, you know, to, to do things. And, and um, I think that <clears throat> I feel like a lot of success that I've been, you know, blessed to, to achieve in the past, one of them, I think the reason for that is that I have a real strong belief that you have to do things differently than you know, you have to think outside of the box and you have to think about, you know, why you're doing things and what you're really trying to do and what's the best way to get there to where everyone wins. Um, I think it's important to have a successful business, but not um, at the cost of some uh, of someone else. And so. I've had lots of opportunities to do shortcuts, but one of my mentors once said to me that you can't chase money. You can't chase the money. You'll, you'll never get the money if you chase the money. He always told me that if you do the right things, then all of that will happen, and that won't even be what you have to, to worry about. So I've led my company that way since we, since we started. And so we've created kind of a, a whole, you know, kind of, you know, a, a whole kind of attitude around the company of, 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 you know, doing the right thing and trying to figure out how we can help mm -hmm. and do the right thing. And so the reason I brought that up is that um, along the way, I've met a lot of really fascinating people um, like these guys, right, who not only have that, you know, right when I met them, I decided that I wanted to work with these guys. I wanted to do something to elevate what they were doing. You know, at the time when I met them, this was new. They were getting started. And I, and I knew they had something absolutely amazing. I witnessed it with my own eyes, you know, because um, there's, there's only two things that are going to get my attention. One is you're, you're, you're using Schedulicity mm -hmm. and, 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 and you love it. Or you're doing something absolutely amazing um, that we want to we want to be a part of, and I recognize that in these guys. Literally, the first time before I ever spoke to them, um, I witnessed what they were doing, and I knew it was it was it was something really powerful that could bring a lot of um, value to 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 the community. And so, well, what I try and do is think about how you know we can make relationships like that. And back to your original question, what I'm doing here is that um, along the way, um, I met Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Um, and she approached me and, and we, we met, um, and I was blown away by her, by her story, just by the sheer force of nature that she was. And the fact that she much like me had big aspirations and is going to get after it, you know, yeah. and do things that, you know, a lot of other people in their head say that they can't, would never be able to do. She doesn't let that stop her. Um, and so right away, I knew that we wanted to align with with her for very much the same reason um, uh, as as Corey and Tony and Heritage and um, and so the every time we had a conversation, you know, I just fell more and more under you know her spell in terms of what I felt she brings to the community, and I thought, well, this is another perfect pairing, you know, what we're trying to do and and, and what she's trying to do. So we we got involved to, and and kind of became partners in in doing these things. I came to my first hair love retreat a, f a few years ago, and um, I told I've told every single person that's ever asked me the same exact thing, which is um, I was absolutely. Um, um, moved by, by what I, what I saw. Um, it, you know, when I, when I came, it was just down the road from here the first time. And, um, you know, just being here for, for two or three days was such an incredible thing. And I'd been to, you know, I'd spoken at Premier and Chicago and, you know, all the big, the big things. Um, and none of these types of things, I, I, I felt the same kind of, um, feeling as you know, Corey brought it up earlier. Um, it, it was much different, and I and, and I felt it was more the way that we would do, you know, <laughs> things right. Yeah. Um, and so um, I just I loved it, and you know, so I told her that uh, I won't miss one until for some reason I can't. 
Yeah, and so. you've done so much from what I have seen here at um, Hair Love. You sponsored the event. You, like, last night we had a lip sync battle. You gave away a huge prize to the winner. And you're, like, I love that. I think that it's so amazing to see how generous someone who isn't in our industry, who sees how impactful our industry is, and yeah. to give us so much. So, thank you. Thank you. And no, that, thank you. It's funny because when he approached us um, in L.A., uh, Corey and I were like, okay, what is this guy up to? You know what I mean? What is, what, what's his angle? What is? And we were trying to find something uh, that it, that's, you know. Yeah, what's this guy I, thinking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something outside of, of really trying to be nice. And there's nothing that we could figure out that, that there was no angle. He was just such a nice guy. And then when we got into conversation and we got to met the team and everything that I, I, I promise you, everything that we say on the podcast, we believe, we live, we yeah. truly believe everything about Jerry and Schedulicity, uh, 100%, they care about our industry and, and, and we're all in. If, if I can add to that, yeah. here was the conversation. So Jerry, so, so Jerry, so Jerry comes to us in LA, and we were trying to get together, but our schedule was packed, and his schedule was packed. And I think he flew out a day earlier yeah. or something. So, so we kind of just missed that opportunity, right? So, um, about a week later, we we hook up on Zoom call. And Jerry, you know, he used his uh, CIA connections to kind of find us, but but we uh, we we had a Zoom call with him, and at the end of the call, you know, we're kind of vetting and we're trying to see what's the angle, you know. And honestly, at that point, we we weren't familiar with schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had never used a scheduling app, period. I wasn't familiar with any scheduling app, you know. Were you like paper and pen at the time? No, no, no. But oh. we we had had like, even in our suite, we had had, we have a, a, a booking system mm-hmm. um, within the suite. So it was just nothing we ever had to think about. Yeah. So we're on this call. I don't know. We were on the call with you guys for about 30 minutes to an hour. It was you and Michael. And we <laughs> hang up the phone and Tony and I are like... What's this guy's angle? And the only thing we could come with, the only thing that we could come up with, like, he's such a nice guy. He's such a nice guy. And then we had a conversation. It's the first time and only time I've ever had in my, in my life. I go, we can't hold him being a nice guy against him. You know, yeah. how, many times, how often do you get to meet a nice guy, you know? Yeah. And I'll tell you, I mean, I guess we've had a relationship for about three years now. And, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You know, this guy, this remove remove Jerry for a sec, but Schedule City has done so much for our industry. When we had a pandemic and every brand in the world was trying to grab hold, they let go. Mm-hmm. They gave free service to every single member for nine months. And I can't even imagine trying to run a business that way. I can't imagine going like, okay, for the next nine months, we're not bringing income, but this is the right thing to do. This so is the good. right thing to do. You and, know? and, you know, everybody complains about customer service. The all-star team is second to none. The rock stars. The rock stars. I mean, they are – you had an issue or a question. I mean, they're on it just like that. It's – I mean, it's an experience that, that you don't normally receive No, you know, honestly, he messed me up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he totally messed me up because that's my expectation. Have you called your cable company? Yeah. Oh, you know, my if gosh. You're, if you're not oh. looking here's, – here's, here's what drives me crazy, and this is the truth. Ready? Yeah. If you call your cable company and you want service – they're on the phone in two seconds. Mm. If you call the cable company and you have an issue, you're going to wait for three days. You know, mm. and schedulicity is, is I'm not going to say the opposite of that because everything is like app based. Yeah. But if you have an issue, you have someone on the phone. Like, And by the way, they answer every call with a smile on the face. Yeah. Every so single good. one. Emails are the same way. Like yeah. this. And, and they'll get right back to you. And, and that's also cool, too. Go ahead. If we've met all of them or most of them and even in person, they're that genuine. Yeah. Mm. They're that nice. They're well, that they believe helpful. in what they do and they, and they enjoy it. And they, you know, they love like they follow, you know, you guys and they, they listen to the podcasts. And so, you know, they're really they're really they're proud of what they do. They have, they have a lot of, you know, um, you know, you met Karen, who, who's our VP of our CX team, our customer experience team, and she's just that kind of person. And so, you know, across the company, you know, we, we try and, and, uh, and build that whole kind of, you know, we, we want that kind of a culture, yeah. you know, in, in the company. And so, you know, if you have it within the company, you have to have it outside of the company. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to have it outside of the company, you don't have it inside of the company. None of it works. I mean, you have to be true and genuine about about what you're doing across the board, or it's hard to get any kind of real 
credibility. It's great. And there's like yeah. all these dogs in there too. Everybody gets to bring their dogs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, really cool. this is like yeah. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. I think you have no idea. <laughs> I think that's really cool because, like, even though you're not technically in the hair industry, like, your culture can reflect to the hair industry. And I mm -hmm. think that's really cool. And it's so admirable to have someone who's whose partners, employees, people who are working within this company believe in that big, yeah. believe that, like, what you're doing is for the good. Like, like um, Tony said, like, you didn't, ex like, uh, Corey, I'm sorry, um, you didn't. You, you gave hairdressers or people who are using your app a break for nine months. That's a long time. Well, like well, how that happened, um, um, I could say it quickly if, if you think I should tell. But yeah. basically, I mean, how that all kind of unfolded was, you know, very, very back in the in the beginning of all this, um, you know, Really, there, there wasn't a lot of information and what information we, people were getting. Nobody knew if it was correct. I guess that hasn't changed now, but especially mm -hmm. in the beginning, you know, nobody knew much, much of anything. And it all was happening really fast. And and, you know, be, right before the lockdown and essentially. So I have two daughters that I raised um, by myself and um, they're 20. They're 15 months apart. They're 25, 24 and, and 22. And my oldest daughter was interested in um, um, this whole world, and she wanted to be ended up wanting to be an esthetician. Mm -hmm. And so she um, went to school um, for a year at a place out in Montana, Missoula, and then came back and got her license and everything, and then got hired by probably one of the top one or two salons in the in where we live. And um, and she was a she was a star there. They fell in love with her, and pretty soon she was you know, doing really well. She was booked all the time. And um, then all of a sudden on the 8th of March um, last year, um, it, you know, she was calling me she's going, you know, I mean, imagine, you know, I'm, you're, you're a father and kids don't know what's going on there. She's asking me, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I know as much as anybody right now. And, um, but anyway, on the on the 8th of March, she called me crying and she said, Dad, I had nine appointments today and seven of them canceled. Wow. And she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent. And that's literally what she said to me. And I said, well, you know, don't worry. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Well, I hung up the phone and then I sat around and had a glass of wine. I went to bed that night. I woke up in the middle of the night. And that's when it all hit me because mm. she is you know, this, this community. And I thought, oh my God, what's going to happen? Yeah. What's going to happen? The very f people that I've worked all these years to build this company to serve are not going to be able to do their jobs. Mm. Like, and, and Lauren, my daughter is, who's, is who kind of made the light go off when it was happening to her. And I thought, oh my gosh, this, this is going to be really bad. Yeah. And so um, I thought about it <clears throat> that night and I thought, you know, we're going to have to I want to give Schedulicity to everybody. We're going to drop our fee um, for, you know, at first I said we're going to do it till July because nobody knew what was going on. And that seemed like a long time into the future. Um, and so um, I thought. You know, we, we need to do that because I couldn't if this thing was going to get what I thought it was going to happen. I couldn't see a way that I could justify charging somebody to use something that they can't use. Yeah. You know, so true. and and so anyway, the next morning I, 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 I woke up I jumped on Slack and I sent a message to my leadership team. And I said, we need to have a, a, a meeting, an, an ad hoc meeting this morning um, because um, I need to talk to everybody. So, boom, everybody comes into that meeting. And I basically said, well, um, you know, this is happening. And um, and I told them the story about Lauren. And I said, so here's what I think I'm going to do. And now's your chance to, you know, talk me out of it. Um, and I said, I want to waive all of our fees so we can help people, you know, to get through this. Um, and 
we, we talked about it and every single person, my, my CFO almost had a heart attack, but that's his job. <laughs> that's his job. I had to almost talk him from jumping out the window um, because, you know, it's millions of dollars, yeah. millions of dollars. Um, but the, but the whole entire team was like, absolutely. And literally almost every person in the company worked over the weekend because it was a lot that we had to do, yeah. um, even t from a technical standpoint, to suspend. You know, you just don't flip a switch. Like, I have to have engineers go in and, and do all that stuff. And everybody worked all weekend so that Monday we could make the announcement um, and, and, and do it. And then um, and then that was the first thing that happened. And then the, 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 the next significant thing that happened for us was... Um, and we talked about it a lot with, with, with these guys at the time. But what basically happened was right at, right after that, sometime in late March or early April, um, I, I was asked to be on a podcast um, like this. It was with Alfredo. Mm -hmm. Alfredo Lewis called me, and I think it was the head of Matrix. Matrix, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and anyway, he invited me on, on this podcast. And so anyway, I showed up on this podcast, and there was like— 6,000 hairstylists that were, or not podcasts, but uh, um, like a live, like a live thing. And there was like 6,000 hairdressers on it. And I realized, oh my God, this is going to be really bad, but this could be a magical time to help people. You know, because the biggest challenge is, is that a company has like schedulicity is just getting anybody's attention. Yeah. Because, you know, these guys, obviously, we, we work together very closely. But good luck if I'm trying to get a hold of these guys when they're working four days. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you know, any any hairdresser, I mean, I always tell people, you know, just try and get a hold of a hairdresser, period. Right. It's impossible. Um, typically, we would do these really cool, like, um, um, things for, for people. And we'd be excited and high-fiving with 25 people. We're on it. And I realized oh, my God, this might be an opportunity where we have everybody's attention. And so I presented it to the company. I said, now is the time where, you know, this sucks. It sucks for everybody. But now's the time for us to be leaders. Another one of my mentors always used to tell me that, that it's easy to be great when everything's great. Yes. Ah, right. Yeah. But he always used to say that that true greatness happens when everything's going to shit. Yeah. And that's when people really become great or, or, or organizations can really be great. And I said, now's our time to be great. We're not going to stick our head in the sand and feel sorry for ourselves. But what can we do to, to, to get as much information out to help as many people as we can so that, so that when this ends, and it will end, I don't know if it's two months, six months, 18 months, but it will end. And when it does, how do we, how do we, how do we teach people to use this time so that when they come out of it, they come out of it like they've been shot out of a cannon. And I presented that to everybody and in, in, in true schedulicity spirit, I was, and it was the most humble I'd ever been. Everybody went crazy. Our marketing team created all these magical town halls. And then we had um, just beautiful people that we work with. Like these guys do a town hall, um, you know, um, Cassie, um, Kurtz is just a, just incredible. She did incredible. Um, Nina did town halls for us. Nina Tulio, she was amazing. We did all these things, and we started bringing like really powerful messages to everybody. And I kicked off the first one, and I told the, that story. I said, "Look, this really sucks. You're at home. You can't do your job. The only thing that is going to make that worse is feeling sorry for yourself for the next six months." So I said, let's use this time, you know, to be great. And I think that, you know, I watched the hair industry guys do it. I watched Elizabeth do it. And I think there was a, a handful, not a majority, but a handful of people that came together during that time and really took the opportunity to lead and be a beacon for everyone else. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, I'm proud to have been a, a, a little part of all that. So cool. It's cool. I want to uh, congratulate you, too, because you've said hair industry twice, because you usually just refer to us as the dusters. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be formal. Around, around the office, we're known as the dusters. We get emails, hey, dusters. <laughs> That's all Alfredo calls us. Yeah. Hey, dusters. Why, why dusters? 
It's something just, Jerry came I up with. I just nicknamed them. Oh. Just, they're the hair industry guy, so I just started calling them the Dusters. <laughs> I love it. It we sounds love like it. a band. Like yeah, it kind of does. Well, yeah. this is a band guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Dusters. Like, it's so funny. I want to go there. <laughs> so um, how has Hair Love changed your business and your life? Um, well, I think for, for several reasons. I mean, certainly, um, one of the things that I, that I've, and I talked a little bit about this yesterday, um, in, in an interview, but getting back to, to, to hair love and Elizabeth, another thing that I particularly love about this event, um, is that, um, her people are, are not what I would say the average hairdressers, No, right? Um, first of all, these things that she puts on are not cheap. Right. Um, you know, and, and I would say that the average hairdresser is not going to spend the, the, the money. So what that tells me is that the people that do come here are not average. This is the top 2% of people in this community that want to be a part of something bigger, that are, that are not afraid to do what it takes to, to come to something like this because they know that they're going to come away, you know, with something really powerful. So that's the people that I want. On schedulicity. Oh, you know so good. Yeah. I don't want the hairdressers on schedulicity that every other week their their credit card every other month just yeah. doesn't work. You know, that's not these people, right? These people are leaders in the community and and, and I love and I love that part of it. And so um mm. I want I wanted to be a, a part of that. You know, yeah. because she's, you know, she's really trying to build a community of not just hairdressers, but hairdressers that are striving to be the best, mm-hmm. you know, the, in, 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 in their craft. Yeah. Um, and that's really, really cool. And again, I think that's what these guys do with their podcast. Yeah. Jerry, we had that same conversation right before we came. It was like, you know, what's really unique about this is that. And let's be honest, it's 99% women, right? But it was our opportunity to be able to mingle, network, whatever, with the top 1% of the women in our industry. And and that's like, that is so exciting for us. Whenever we do an event, whether it's a small event of a a couple people or whether it's a huge event like we did a few weeks ago with like 6,000 people there, Mm -hmm. we always have two goals, you know, because we we brief and then we debrief. And our two goals are always we want to dig deeper with our relationships that we have and we want to find new relationships. And what a perfect place to do it here because it's not 6,000 people. Yes. You know, and you get five days with them. You don't get like a couple. Uh, a You're couple like living nights. with them, which is really cool because that I think that's the most special part about it is that we can go to um, and I'm not trying to like we're, we're not talking crap about any other, you know, show or like event. But in this event, you are sleeping in the same area as other people. You see them in the morning, you see them at night, like you, you're just involved with them rather than going back to your separate hotel rooms or going back to your house at night. You, you're here, you're in the middle of nowhere. You have no cell phone not, service. Not, <laughs> only, <laughs> yeah, not only do you see them, it's a hundred degrees out here. You smell them. Yeah, you, <laughs> you smell well, them. You, you, what's really cool about that too, is like when, like at, a, at, a, at, a, at the other shows, you know, where they're held in like hotels and stuff, like, this one, like, there's none of that. There's none of that. I'm going to get dressed up for the evening. Yeah. There's none of that oh. kind of like that, that kind of pressure. It's like you are as raw. You're communicating on the rawest level possible. You're not communicating on look how cute my bag is. It's not, it's not a, like a, a one up because honestly, I can't even plug in my curl and iron here. So it's like, if I wash my hair, I didn't bring hair products for that. <laughs> and, and, but to that, like, this isn't the place for everybody. And that's where the magic is. Yes. It's, it's you, do you want to be your most authentic self? Like, part of hair love is crying. Like I, and I learned that real quick the first day, first like instant that you're just, you're so, it's okay to feel those feelings. This is safe. This is good for you to be you. And to be honest with you, I didn't know who I was until I came to hair love. I knew who Shelby was back in her life. I, I was like, I'm the happy old hairstylist. I'm good. <laughs> but then when I came here, I was like, oh, my God, I have so much more than that. And I think that's really cool because I invented who I am through hair love. And I think that it that's where the raw conversations comes in. That's where it's like the business deals come in, the friendships, all of that. Because you're like, this is who I am truly. Yeah. So. 
And I think the original question is, you know, how has hair love helped schedulicity? Well, it helped your business yeah. and you. And, and I think, um, you know, it's it's organically by, you know, um, she's a believer in, in, in what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, not just a talker, but an actual believer in what we do and, and how the product, you know, helps people. I mean, our new our new payment platform. Um, one of the things that we that we tried to do with that, just as an example, was we thought we had this thing where we thought, what could we do that would be like, that would be something that would really um, have an impact. And, and, and somebody in my, in, in my office said, we should make it so that people tend to tip higher. So we, we spent weeks thinking about, about that to where we came out with our, our new product, which we call Norm. Um, and and what's, so really, what's so great about it is, um, and, and I'm sure you all know about it, and what, this won't be a thing about Norm, but it's our new payment. It's like next generation payment where there's no more device, those stupid devices that everybody hates. It's just literally my phone. You know, Tony finishes cutting my hair, my phone you know, vibrates. I look at it. It's a text. I open it. And when it opens, it's opened to the tip page with 25% highlighted right, hey. in, the, right in the middle. <laughs> Can and, we get and, a clap? <laughs> and and, and I, I simply click on my tip, say, yes, I um, I'm, want to pay it. And literally in seconds, the whole transaction is done. I don't want to take out a credit card. I don't even have to have my wallet with me. He doesn't have to keep those stupid devices that never work from any company. Yeah, they the never disconnect. Work. Um, yeah. So, so all of that goes away. And, um, you know, so, you know, she she's seen that and we're all ready. I mean, it's only been six months since we launched. And one of the biggest things that we're hearing from people is their tips are going up 20, 30 percent. One woman wrote in that her tips were up 30 percent month over month since she started using it. So, you know, we, we, we're trying to do those things all the time, right? And so Elizabeth, you know, sees that, she believes that. So she she talks about that. And once again, organically, what I think it, it helps us is that, um, again, these are all really special, um, powerful people that are here. And these people will go back from here. They will have an impact on all the people around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as a, as a, as, as a CEO... Um, um, you know, as a founder, you know, that's my heart kind of thing as a CEO, I have to run this company and I have to think about, you know, um, you know, I want to do great things. I want to give it, I give it away. But if I do that for too long, we won't be here for anybody, mm-hmm. you know, which I get reminded from my CFO all the time. Right? So, <laughs> so, you know, so I have to always be finding that balance to where, how can we do as much as we possibly can, but ensure that we'll be here two years from now, you know, to be able to continue to help yeah. and continue yeah. to give grants away and continue to do all the things, you know, um, that we're doing. And so, you know, I guess for me, the thing that, um, um, that I, that I, I will, no matter what the future holds, the thing that I will remember the most about this part of my life was the relationships that I've made. And so, um, Elizabeth, these guys, you know, are, are, are the epitome of that people that, uh, people that I met, um, you know, in this role, um, who didn't, weren't just a part of schedulicity, but became part of my lives, um, a part of my, my life, people who I'll talk to, you know, as long as I'm around, they've been to my house, you know, um, you know, so, you know, those kind of relationships, I think are really important. That's another thing that I see when I come to, to these, you know, these events, these hair love retreats is that I see the same people coming back. I see people coming back with somebody that they met the year before that they didn't even know. Right. And I can assure you that doesn't happen at, well, I won't say I'm not, I'm not allowed to say that, but I don't see that same kind of thing happening in other things. And I don't have uh, you know, I don't have a a horse in any of those races. It's just, it's my personal observation is they're not, it's just not as personal. Oh yeah. My best friends are here. They're like rock concerts with, in a Walmart. Um, it's just product and yeah, and exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. I Products get why people want to go. <laughs> um, but, but I don't think you come away, um, and you're better next week mm. at what you do. I just don't believe that you might've had a bag, a sack full of shit that you got for free, but, mm-hmm. but, and a hangover. Yeah. yeah hangover. Hangover. <laughs> for sure. Um, but, um, so those are the things that I think are, you know, are really, um, have an impact. I'm going to take you back to Norm because you kind of like glossed over, and you and, and you you did a really good job of telling the story from the 
from the technical side of yeah. it, mm-hmm. but how it affects the in-salon thing, and this is going to be really quick, it saves us time, mm. right? Because how many times ha- as hairdressers have you been, you know, you get, oh, your next client's here, you know, you've got like two more minutes on your blow dry, and then the clock starts, and that clock seems to speed up, yes. right? Like every My- second is 10 seconds, right? Yeah. My hairstylist is really funny. So, you know, she's obviously like, um, she's, I hate to say, you know, the guinea pig, but (laughs) any idea I have at my next haircut, I'm talking over with her, right? Because if it doesn't pass that test, I don't bring it up really to anybody. (laughs) But I said to her, I said, well, how much time do you think you, you spend like, you know, screwing around? With, with credit cards and the thing. And, 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 you know, when we first came out with, with our payment platform, we, we, we went with devices while we were moving towards what we really wanted to do. Cause the future mm-hmm. is not there. Listen, my daughters, you know, were like, dad, can you Venmo me a hundred dollars? Right. They will never have credit cards. You watch. Right. They're not going to, you know, they're 22. They're not going to operate that that way. Um, If they do, it'll be used, you know, different ways. And so... Anyway, I said, how much time do you, you know, do that? Like you, 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 you go to pay that, they hand you the credit card and then the thing is, didn't, is not not paired anymore. (laughs) And so, you know, all that. And she, and she said, she said, you won't believe it. She said, just tell them that they'll be able to have lunch. (laughs) That's what she told me. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, what? And she said, and she said, <laughs> she said, yeah, if, if they're doing it that way and they don't have to do all that, it's probably an hour that they could actually, you know, have lunch. And I mm. thought, wow, because that's when it dawned on me, you know, I know a bunch of barbers and Bozeman and same thing, like some, there's days that on end that he doesn't even eat lunch because yeah. there's just one person after another standing there, mm-hmm. you know, waiting for that, for that chair. And so, you know, those are the kind of things that we're always thinking about, but we're really excited about it. Um, it's a next gen generation payment platform. And I think the greatest thing is, well, the thing I'm I'm the most proud about it is um, because even Schedulicity, you know, we had a lot of things to work out because we were trying to learn, you know, how to, how how to do all these things. Right. But, um, but what I love about Norm and um, Schedulicity's new payment uh, platform is that um, everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. Every single, and part of the reason is it works. Every time yeah. the, with, with those devices, I'm sorry, it's just, it's a crapshoot. I don't care if you're using square, it doesn't matter. It's a crapshoot because the devices just suck. And so um, <laughs> the thing about this is that, that, I mean, we tried everything. We spent tons of money. You know, we weren't happy with the company that was making the device that we were using. We tried to get another one. We found out is they're all terrible. The mm-hmm. technology is just not sound. And so we thought, this is not the future. We want to be the future of how people accept payment. And we thought, and you know what I thought about? Uber. Mm. Yeah. I thought, what is the greatest experience you can have paying someone? And I thought, in one second, an Uber. Yeah. I pull up. I jump out. I high-five my driver. Tip him while I'm getting out at, at walking into the to the building. Yeah, that's simple. Yep. Um, and I thought, how do we do that? And that was really kind of the genesis for um, what became um, uh, Norm. Um, and just to see people say, "Oh my God, my clients love it." Mm. And so that you know, that's I kind of think on, on on some level, I almost think that the transaction is uncomfortable for them as well. Mm. You know, especially as like oh, solopreneurs, yeah. you know, it's like it becomes that. What it does is it makes like this great experience, this great like we love you, we love you. Now it becomes a business transaction, and in that moment, like everything you just kind of built up for like the last thirty <laughs> minutes to an hour, you know, that it kind of it, 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 it's almost like a, I don't know, I don't know how to explain, it, but I think we all kind of feel that way. Even the clients, like you know, we, we did so much pampering, and now oh by the way, you have to pay for that. And I kind of think well, that, that's that, kind of like friction. The thing. For them to tip you while they're standing, oh my God. staring at you. Because they're doing it on your phone. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we thought, well, that's got to be uncomfortable, oh. right, for everybody involved. So we we tried to make all that go away, and we did. Everybody loves it. All all of the hairdressers that use it are just uh, just absolutely crazy about it, and all of their clients, which obviously, because we it has to work for both, and the clients just absolutely love it. All the feedback we get. And the greatest thing about it, is that you know we're it's it's at a significantly lower price mm-hmm. than Square's lowest price. Wow! So um, my my hairdresser saves between one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars every single month 
just from using our payment processing. You platform. mean I can get a raise That's just it. from using your platform? Well, hey. why I think it's so interesting is remember a, a, a year's subscription to Schedulicity is around three hundred bucks, yeah, and she pays for one hundred fifty dollars every yeah. single month just in what she was paying. In, in so so if we can do that, and then it can be in a in a in a in a fun, painless, um, um, absolutely you know. Uh, easy way. way. Yeah. It's just frick. There's no friction yeah. um, at all. And that's what we were really trying to do. So, so far we're, we're really happy. Um, and our thing right now is just trying to get awareness out there. So people yeah. know that they have the opportunity. It's definitely, to definitely a game changer. You know? So cool. It definitely is. I mean, schedule city as a whole is a game changer. You know, it, it, it's not just about them pulling the you know pulling the, the fees and stuff, but during that time they were also giving money away. They they you know they we, we shared a couple of emails. We had a couple of phone calls. How they were they were truly focused on how can we impact the California salons that are hurting so much? Because the rest of us kind of opened up in June and we were like yes. you know not necessarily doesn't mean our clients were back, but we weren't being shut down, yes. right? And then Schedulicity did that, and then they did this whole marketing campaign about giving money away. No money coming in, but now they're, they're giving money away to, to help those salons in California. And it was just, you know, like Tony and I, I kidded earlier, like, it's that nice guy that we couldn't hold anything against because he was a nice guy. But it's the proof in the pudding. You know, it's one thing to go, oh, he's a nice guy, and that's awesome, because anybody can change personality. But that personality's never changed on, in the entire business. Every opportunity that Schedulicity gives to impact the, 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 the stylist behind the chair, they step up. It, they're the only company that I'm aware of that stepped up every single time. One of the things that I've really enjoyed, Tony and I have talked about this in the past, is um, um, because he, he's, he's that way uh, as well, which is, um, I, I can't remember where it was, but somewhere somebody talked me into taking one of those personality tests or <laughs> what kind of a person you are, and I forget. But I remember I did it. It was a long time ago, and it said that I was a connector was one of the things that, that I do. And I thought, wow. Um, I don't understand a lot of that shit um, that they're telling me, but I do. I do, I do, do that. And, and so um, one of the things that I've really enjoyed about what, you know, uh, our, our group, we've got a, a really select, um, amazing group of people like, like Elizabeth with Hair Love and, 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 and uh, the dusters here. <laughs> um, I was waiting for it. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, my thing is, has, has always been, you know, it's not about, hey, let's get these guys to work with us and just do stuff for us. Um, and that, and they knew that from the very beginning because if they're not, if, if they don't actually, you know, if they're not using Schedulicity because they, they don't like it or they don't think it's good enough for what they need, that's great. But they won't be working with us because obviously we want somebody who actually, you know, um, I, I don't want to, I don't want a paid person, Sponsors, you know, that just paid, says hi, paid, paid actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, we want real people, and so, um, you know, my goal was to create kind of like this. This collection, this family of uh, of, of, of pe powerful people in the industry, and when I say powerful people, do not misunderstand me by meaning that that means that you have to have a million people following mm -hmm. me on, you know, whatever. Right? Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about because I, um, if there's one thing I've learned, that is that does not make you an influencer. No. Right. I've seen people with not near that kind of, you know, necessarily reach on Instagram have 10 times the impact. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, this is my personal, you know, experience. And so what I've what I wanted was to take this this really special group and then empower all of them to and then each other. Right. And so I've been introducing these guys. You know, I, I introduced Elizabeth to you guys are. are um, and, and, and then, you know, Jay and, and I'm telling Jay um, and Lori Creed about the, about these guys. And, and I'm telling uh, Lori, she needs to do this podcast. You need to get these guys on your um, thing. And, and the same thing with all of the people, you know, in our thing. And I'm always thinking about, you know, how can we do something to elevate what Nina's doing? Because she's doing something, you know, you know, really yeah. great. And so, you know, I introduced, you know, we, we have a really special um we have a really, really special relationship with the salon Barber Evo guys from Scotland, who I just was talking to this morning. Um, unfortunately, they can't leave 
the UK. And so they just canceled. ABS. They were coming to my mm-hmm. house and, yeah. and they're now the whole thing is canceled, which is really sad. Um, but you know, I, I did a real exclusive thing with, with both of those magazines. It's all schedulicity all the time, but what part of the deal was I'm going to elevate all of uh, my family in there. So mm. Philip Wolf, just on the cover. Oh, and who's on page 75, Jerry? <laughs> you know, um, but, you know, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm like, you, I want I want you guys, I want to, I want to, I want to edify these people that are making such a, a change. Yeah. Um, and, and the great thing is every person that, that they've met, you know, they, they absolutely loved, you know. And so, you know, that's what I like to do. I, I want these guys to be able to bring, um, to, 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 to help to help, you know, somebody else and vice versa. The, the idea, you know, and, and the dream was to bring, you know, this really, you know, tight-knit group of, of amazing people individually who have, have a heck of a story and are doing something impactful, each one. But then how do you get all these people and make introductions and get everybody to help each other, right? Because Lori Crete is one of our one of our closest people. She's a woman. Um, she's a she's an esthetician, and she created an entire platform for estheticians. She was a mentor to my daughter Lauren, um, and it's called the the Six Figure Esthetician, mm-hmm. the Beauty Biz Club, and 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 she created this whole thing where you know estheticians pay to be part of her training and this and that and the other thing and and then she has just i mean she is she is a little bit older elizabeth but in the skin care industry just a powerhouse and i have learned stuff from her and these guys could learn stuff from her and i told her these guys are doing something that you could learn from right Mm -hmm. for your some of the things that you're doing right in terms of your podcasts and things like that and so you know that was really like my my vision was to bring all these super talented people they might be in a different space like a you know in turn one might be in skin one might you know uh jay nixon is is a personal trainer and public speaker um but every one of them i feel brings things that are valuable to all of us and so you know it's like having like a, what do you call it, group, like a, a club. Like um, it's almost like a master's thing. Like everybody's yeah. kind of like the master of their own world. You know, he brought up Jay Nixon. We have, and you know, because we would have never met Jay Nixon without without um, without schedulicity. You know, but we had him on the podcast. And Jay, if you don't follow him, this is this is a, a plug for him. I don't really know what his Instagram is, but if you put in Jay Nixon N I X O N and thrive, Jay will come up. And Jay is just like he's a he's a he's a fitness instructor or fitness guy. But it's like he's removed all the BS out of the fitness world, right? He just gets kind of straight to the point, and he goes, this is going to work. This is not going to work. It's so practical that you're like, why isn't everybody this way, right? But, but, and, he's, and the important thing is Jay's not selling anything but success. He's one of the most motivating people that I've ever been yeah. around. He's amazing. Ever. And he's um, jacked like me. <laughs> but again, you know, I told him because he's he's doing podcasts, he's doing all these things. Actually, just writ, wrote written two books. One of them was the bestseller on Amazon, um, and it's and it's you know category. But I told him, like I said, for your podcast, I said you need to listen to these guys' podcasts. And he actually went on and listened to some of their podcasts because I said the the you know their approach, you know to uh, to what they're bringing to to that community. You know, you you could do the same thing in in your community. So it was really fun because I can, I'm now seeing like people are learning things. And, and like I said, that they, they, they've had people that, that, we, that we've introduced that have done things with them and, and vice versa. So yeah, we, we actually met Jay. Um, Jay was talking earlier about some of the town halls, like the COVID town halls. We, that's when we met. That's when we met Jay. And then immediately, like, we, we hit it off. Like, we, we, had a, we had a podcast schedule probably 30 minutes after that call because it was like we just kind of jived. And Nina Tulio, which, yeah. um, uh, by which the way. you guys introduced to me. We introduced, yeah, because yeah. she's a powerhouse, right? Yeah, she's it's amazing. funny we've been here this weekend, and for somebody that's not at this camp, her name has probably been mentioned more than any other name. Like like Nina Tulio yeah. is like the consistent like uh, you know and um and and once again the the, the Evo guys Nina's it, it writing stuff industry she's stuff. got an article every, every month, month. Yeah. um uh, I got Patty a, a cover 
Yeah, yeah. Pat, I, um, Queen of the South, five twelve. Um, Patty, Patty was on the cover. And you know, um, by the way, you know, this is you're going to love this because we're going to be together in Austin in a few weeks, right? Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. a few weeks. Um, so, you know, Jay's coming with us to, to Austin. Stop. And Jay is is speaking to a, a thing of, you know, hun- a couple hundred barbers. <laughs> so cool. And you watch. He will, he will, he will kill it in yeah. front of those people because it doesn't yeah. matter who he talks to. He's motivating, um, you know, and, and, and he's it's captivating. Think, Absolutely. He, I mean, when he speaks, I mean, you're in. Yeah. He's just listening. He's that kind of guy. And, and again, from a personal training, kind of even what we try to put out there and what we talk about all the time, or what we all talk about all the time, is his authenticity is what sells him. He's so authentic. And, like, you know, a lot of times with personal trainers, you don't, you, you don't get to see that. Right. right. It, it's all about the it's all about look it's at my bicep. Them. Right. Look at and look and at their body. success is like, look at my body. Yes. Right? Yes. It's really nice to see that in the fitness world. Um that's awesome. Like, we talked about so much. <laughs> this is so great. Um, but I kind of want to circle back to um, Corey and Tony. Um, so how has hair, well, what have you learned this time? This is your first hair love, right? It's first one, yeah. So what have you learned so far? Like, what's your favorite take back so far? We're not done, but what has been, like, the thing that you've, like, your aha moment so far? I said it earlier is is how much uh, community driven it is and how much everybody's pouring into each other. Yeah. You know, it's it's mind blowing how much everybody cares about the next person next to, you know, somebody next to them. And, they, and they're strangers. Right. And uh, but yet they're still pouring into them. It's, it's mind blowing. So good. Yeah, I mean, I the same exact you know uh, community community is is what this is mm-hmm. you know. But I also I, I, there's a part of me that's like, if I came to an event like this again, mm-hmm. I'd want it hot. I'd want it uncomfortable because yeah. I, th- I think we bond in that. Like like we 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 did Angels Landing and I told uh, I told Lindsay who I met literally on the hill. I said you know I I walked up that mountain with a stranger, but I came down with a friend. Oh, that's yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think that, you know, being in these uncomfortable positions is actually, like, the magic. That's that's the magic she talks about. It's right. like, you know, you think of any company. We can all, like, run when everything's going good. We can all, like, you know, look nice when we have AC and, you know, curling irons and stuff like that. But, like, when you strip us down, you put us in tents, really nice tents, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> they have bathrooms and showers. Um, <laughs> but you strip us down, you take away our plugs and our cell phone service, and you make us hike a, you don't make us you allow us to hike a mountain we that's when we make the friends the connections the good conversations and i think that's like the ripple effect of the community of that like team building what brings someone like jerry from schedulicity into this because he's you're building a community and you're seeing a community in this community which is aligning because you have like you know these hairstylists who are elite who are paying attention to their education who do care about that the meaningful conversations that we're having which is what a podcast is all about so that's where you both come into play where it's like you can have awesome conversations and you can just like hit record Mm -hmm. and you know it's going to be good so i think that like the magic is really cool here yeah truly it's interesting to me is that we do a lot of classes there's a lot of people speaking there's a lot of people you know, doing like event type stuff, but the magic happens on the in between. Yes, the magic happens when you leave that, and then you share your you share a shared experience, right? Yeah. And then you can kind of bond on that. Yeah, you have that space, that time, like in literal space. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can like go to like you know your your tent that's like way down the path and walk with someone and just have like a really good idea and like things come up and you're like, oh, I didn't realize that that's something I struggle with too, or that's something that I can learn from too. That's something that like is really cool. And it doesn't have to be a spreadsheet that taught you that it doesn't have to be, you know, something so. Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is really cool. I want to thank you guys so much for being on the podcast on hair love radio. This was freaking awesome. And I feel like we can keep on going on and on and on. (laughs) (laughs) Might have to have the air conditioning. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we just talked 
about that, Jerry. <laughs> it happens in the struggle. So um, where can our listeners hang out with you guys? Um, absolutely. Follow Schedulicity on Instagram. Um, we're launching a whole new YouTube channel uh, very soon. Um, but yeah, on Instagram and Facebook and everything else. Awesome. You can find us on uh, Instagram as well. We're at uh, we're at Hair Industry. That's H A I R D U S T R Y. We uh, we took out the N because there's no in crowd. Ooh, I like that. Awesome. So, we would like to end the podcast with three takeaways from today. So let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, all the free tips are what's up? What's up? This is pretty fly. fly. Blowing your mind like, oh me, oh my. Let's wrap it up. Uh. What are your top three tips for building a community as a hairstylist? For me, uh, the... I guess there's three of us. We all get a tip. Uh, it's just pouring pouring into others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's it, it's the same kind of thing. You know, it, I think I think it's being open enough. Like I said before, it, it's being open enough to 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 make a stranger your your friend. You know, being open to that. Um, well, first of all, I think anytime you're building a community, you need to surround yourself. With people who think like you do and people who edify each other. Um, And I think anytime that you do that, that's the fastest way. You don't have to work to create a community. You've already done it. Um, And and I think they start to grow organically when, when you think that way. Thank you all so much. We are so grateful for what you have done for the industry. All of you is so amazing. Thank you for all that you do. Until next time. And as always... We hair love you. Hair love radio. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.